The April inflation report has finally been released and we've all been waiting for this because we know inflation is the biggest story over the past two years. So Nusi, this has a lot of implications for our stock market, for our economy. So I want to talk about this because the people need to know what's coming next. Yeah, that's a fact. So let's get right into it. And honestly, this is this is an interesting report, right? Because I know it's been a very hot story that like we talked about, but let's just go over a few things. So at the time of this video that we're recording, um, inflation has not yet been reported. So it's expe it's expected that inflation for this month will be exactly what it was last time, right? It's going to be 5% year over year, which is the same thing that happened in March. So that's nothing that's, wow, like groundbreaking. However, one thing to realize, Rel, is that the increase would still be significantly above right here the federal reserve two percent target so yes we're not exactly at the two percent but it's expected right now that we're not going higher like we're not at like seven percent all of a sudden but we're getting to that sticky point and that's not something that we're too proud of and that shows because if you look at it, it and this article says more americans are so worried about money it's hurting their mental health so if I ask you, do you do you think right now that inflation, even though it's a topic that we've been talking about so much, do you think it's calming down a little bit or do you think that you're actually being impacted yourself right now? Nah, I think everybody feels it in their wallet. You know what I mean? Like you you can see everything is still expensive and no one's happy about that. Now, yeah, it might be a story that we've been dealing with for two years. So mm -hmm. naturally we we become numb to it. Mm -hmm. But how long can you be numb to it before it really affects your day to day, right? Before it really affects your 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 income year over year, right? You start to look like, oh, dang, I'm keeping less money in my pocket. My vacations are less, right? Because you won't have as much money to, to just spend all frivolously. And so I, I it, it makes sense. You can literally see it in the article, like people's reaction to it is affecting their mental health. Yeah, and that and the biggest thing about this article that was very interesting to me is it's actually people of all ages. So it's people who are older, right? So it says Gen Xers, so ages 43 to 58, a survey found that 60% of them were saying that money was negatively impacting their mental health. Millennials, 27 to 42, which is most of our audience right now, they are being impacted. They're saying 55% of them are hurting. 52% of Gen Z, 18 to 26, so all the people we teach in college right now, they're saying they're being impacted. And then obviously even baby boomers, because now it's like that retirement age, they are being impacted. So it's a lot going on and it is expensive and inflation. Yes, it's it's very sticky. And that's why we keep on talking about the interest rates going higher, why interest rates are a big concern. But inflation and interest rate, besides all that, there's something else that we're worried about that's causing concern. And that right there is this job total, right? The job growth that's been happening in the country. So right now it says that job growth totals two hundred and fifty three thousand in April beating expectations even as the U.S. economy slows. So, well, right here, it says the unemployment rate was 3.4% against an estimated for 3.6, right? And tied for the lowest level since 1969. You would think that's a good thing, right? You would think so. <laughs> and, and that's the crazy part. Like, so before I even go to the other article, let's let's talk about this real quick. So what do you think about the whole job growth? Like, do you think these numbers are accurate? Do you think they're not accurate? Because layoffs are happening, but then job growth, like job growth is actually going high. Like, what does this actually mean? Yeah, I mean, well, if you look at, <clears throat> look at the type of jobs that's being laid off, right? We've seen a lot of tech layoffs. And when it comes to that industry, it's very easy for these people to get jobs again. And I think that's what's kind of keeping these numbers like 
keeping those layoffs not necessarily showing up in the unemployment rate the unemployment mm-hmm. rate as you see here is the lowest since 1969 that is ridiculous like it's kind of unprecedented how we just had the craziest rate hikes that we've ever had which would is supposed to slow down the economy significantly yet we have record unemployment numbers right now record lows that's it's that doesn't even make sense no one in their right mind could have predicted that but so far like i said the type of jobs that's being lost are jobs where people can find another one right you leave you leave one tech firm you can get right to another tech job right right away and i think that's something that people are not really paying attention to is the type of jobs There's a lot of white college jobs that's being lost not really necessarily blue collar well i actually want to i so i i disagree with that a little bit right before even that part bro this is the thing that shocks everyone the most this is why this job growth was like very interesting because the number that people were expecting on Wall Street was 180,000. And the number that came back with was 253. So that's the biggest thing. But for what your point, I don't think it's the tech sector as much because there's a lot of tech layoffs right now. Yes, but there's also a job freeze in the tech sector that people are saying that like all these companies are basically saying, yeah, we're doing layoffs and we're kind of freezing the rules. So uh, in my opinion, a lot of these jobs are probably like part-time jobs that people have to get and it's kind of backed up by this data right here so although we saw the number go up in in uh, april in march it said the labor market adds 236,000 jobs in march which is the lowest since 2020 and people worry about a recession right so at this point it's like okay what's going on this is the part that really caught my attention it says Americans filed an additional 142,000 first time unemployment claims over the past three weeks. This is, mind you, in March, which is up 24% from levels previously reported. So people are filing unemployment claims. And then a lot of kind of the word on the street right now is basically a lot of people are filing for unemployment and then getting part time jobs, which is why you're seeing the job growth go up. But just because you're getting part-time job, guys, does not mean the economy is sustainable. So that's why a lot of focus is on the job market right now and not just on inflation and not just on interest rates. But it's like you, you also <clears throat> see where, you know, average hourly earnings, they rose 0.5% for the month and increased 4.4% from a year ago, which are both higher than expected. So it's kind of showing you as well that employees still have some sort of power because there's negotiating power still being done right here in the sense that these hourly earnings are still being pushed up. So they the, the employers are not necessarily in control right now, still amidst everything that we're saying. And that's also inflationary in itself. I, yeah, see, that's the thing. I think employers are actually more in control than employees, right? And then the people who are prospects, because employers, Yes, if you if you were going for two hundred thousand back in the day, right? Let's just say you were going for a tech firm, you're getting two hundred thousand back in 2020, 2021. Now in twenty twenty two and twenty twenty three, because of inflation, they have to offer you mostly the same salary, but you're not having much wiggle room, in my opinion, to really get that, you know, two twenty, two thirty, two forty raise. You're yeah. gonna stay around that that two hundred point. Yeah, I agree. It's not as it's not as much as it was before, but it's also yeah. not where it needs to be in order for inflation to come down. Is kind of what I'm trying to say. Yes, no, no, no. that part. Yeah, and that's the biggest thing that yeah. that we're fighting with right now. Yeah, it's coming. It's heading in the right direction though. Like it's starting to turn over. We still we still got record low unemployment. It's like man, yeah. after everything Powell did, we still not even here yet. And as I'm not too sold on these numbers, which is like kind of interesting to me because as I said, like 
I got to really see it to believe it, continue seeing the data. Because I don't know. Maybe I'm just being, like, critical here, but it doesn't make sense. I know too many people, too many industries that are getting impacted, but then we're getting, like, record high numbers. So that's a different story in itself. I'll say one last thing on that is that when it comes to unemployment, it typically turns over quickly. So we'll, we could potentially get just a shocking jobs report one of these months because it doesn't usually gradually get there. It's like when one person or one company or one industry realizes that their their counterparts are doing layoffs, they're going to do layoffs as well. So usually layoffs hit us in abundance all at once. So. Listen, that job story may look good now, but it could turn up very quickly. Very Which is what happened with the tech, remember? Like when tech workers do it, everyone was doing it. And now the banking sector, when yep. a lot of layoffs are probably going to happen in the banking sector again. So it, it's it's all in there. But I want you to talk about this right here, bro. So earnings, recessions or not, because Q1 data has been pretty good and we saw the Q1 reporting. So let's just talk about this real quick. Yeah. So if you scroll down a little bit, <clears throat> um, you can see here like like we said, corporate America's results are arriving better than expected right now when it comes to earnings, when it comes to earnings. And remember, earnings yeah, is like a report card for companies. How did they do in this most recent quarter? And so what we were expecting was for this quarter to not be that great on earnings. And it's not that it was great, but it's just the fact that it was better than they expected. Like, as you see here, Roughly 420 companies reported first quarter results that were posting a net income, net income 7.2% higher than expected. Uh -huh. That's better than the roughly 4% overperformance that they typically deliver. Uh -huh. So they almost doubled the performance that they typically deliver when it comes to the net income numbers. So these companies are actually doing better. Like for the record, as of now, like it says in the article, Earnings for the first quarters are still expected to be down about 2% from the first quarter of 2022. So like I said, it's not that we're doing good necessarily. We're just doing better than expected. And so people are wondering why, why is the stock market moving so, so well? Why are we still pushing up? And it's like, hey, you know what? Maybe everything was priced in because they were pricing in worse earnings. And then we got better earnings than expected. So mm -hmm. that's be bullish. Yeah. And bro, I don't know if you remember us talking about this, guys, like, but I actually said that, like, because there's so much negative news going on right now and a lot of the media is portraying that we're having terrible time period, it's awful, which I'm not saying it's the best time period. The bar was set very, very low. So when a company comes out and says anything positive, like even the slightest positive news, they're going to beat earnings because companies themselves are setting the bar low because they know they can beat the expectation because they're the ones setting the expectation. You know what I mean? And then you're just going to beat it, which makes your company look better. So that's kind of what was going on, because earnings, as Rel said, is, a, is really a report card and it's based off of expectations. So if you expect a low number and you tell low expectations and you beat it, it it's good. But and when you really look at it from an overall perspective, you're still performing worse year over year. Yeah. And on, and on top of that, it's also about the guidance, too. So these companies give guidance after. So remember, the earnings like their report card, that's how they did just now. Now they give guidance on what are they going to do going forward. Mm -hmm. And uh, these companies, especially Microsoft, have been mentioning the word AI. Like I think on Microsoft's earnings call, they mentioned AI like 50 something times. On one it was call. like a record. <laughs> yeah, it was like a, it was, it's, it's crazy. And and so I think that also the stock market is reacting positively to the guidance that's being given because mm -hmm. he, are showing that they they've been performing 
and they have some things in the works that could potentially bring future gains so those may be reasons why we continue to run that's a fact but that that kind of is what's going on right now and when it comes to inflation right it's it's still important to pay attention to obviously we want to stay on top of it to understand how we're doing but there's other things like we want to still pay attention to interest rates but we want to pay attention to job numbers right we want to see how the people of the country are feeling themselves because their sentiment means a lot right so that's there's a bunch of things that we have to talk about and discuss but if you like this type of episode Please do us a favor and like the video, comment your thoughts, and subscribe to the channel, plus that little notification bell because we drop two videos a week and you don't want to miss them. Make sure you check out our episode that we dropped on Monday to help you avoid losing $300,000 on your retirement plan. But we will catch you next Monday. Until then, peace. Peace. Soundstripe.